Folks, I appreciate you guys tuning in. It is I, I am him, the Space Cadet, and you are now tuned into the Space House Podcast. And today we have white bread in the fucking building. If you don't know, you're about to find out. He is one of the top tattoo artists in Buffalo. Um, that is my opinion. I appreciate that, bro. Um, Thank you. I've been watching your work for so I worked with SD. I got it out of the army and started tattoo. Er, not tattooing, fucking cutting hair mm. in like 2016, no, mm-hmm. something like that. And I, he told me, he was like, oh, you get tattoos all the time. You need to fucking look at this dude. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. And I was like, yo, if he's tattooing like that, yeah, I'm not getting a tattoo until I can fucking get the whole thing, something all covered right. up. And that's the way to do it, because you know, like anybody who's like at least decent or pretty good, they're gonna they're gonna be booked out for some length of time. You know what I mean? So it's like that's the problem with a lot of people. Is like they don't want to wait; they want that right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, no, I would rather fucking save up and then be able to get the best artwork, too. right? For sure. Like instead of like just going to you and getting like something real quick. I mean, like, right. oh, I got, yeah. I got a tattoo from him. Check it out. And people are like, yo, for what? You just got a fucking People do that, right. too. Like, yeah, they'll wait, like, eight months or whatever, and then they'll get, like, a small quote on their rib or something like that. I'm like, why wait so long? You know yeah. what I mean? Because little stuff, I mean, there's always, there's always walking tattoos for, like, little stuff, like a small cross or something that anybody could really do for the most yeah. part. You know what I mean? So it's like, why wait? I understand that. But, I mean, if you're getting something, like, elaborate, you know, big piece, Definitely should probably do your research and wait. Yeah. So where'd you uh, where'd you get most of your tattoos? Most of mine were done in Texas. Really? Yeah. Like so, this one was done in Buffalo. He fucked me up, as you can tell. Um, he went too deep. That shit turned green. Yeah. But he was a jail tattoo artist. I was 19 years old. Um, these ones I got both in fucking Texas. The Chinese writing. Right. Mostly everything is in this my sergeant did from the army. I think it's the best one I have. He was a tattoo artist? Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. He still is. He's in Georgia. He's fucking fire. I was about to say, that's a pretty good piece. Yeah, yeah. and this was like when he was just like, this is all like freehand. He drew around with marker and stuff like that? Yeah, the marker and everything. That was the only one. Like, this dude fucked up. He put the symbol backwards. He fucking was fucked me all up. Did you notice, like, right when the tattoo was done, mm-hmm. shit was backwards? Oh, um, no, I noticed, like, a day and a half later because I was drunk. Oh, man. So I was yeah. in the Army, so right. it was, like, I was a dumbass fucking kid who just, like, was, like, oh, I'm just trying, trying to get, get some tatted. work done, yeah. Just go get tatted and tatted, and I was, like, yo, your placement's, but, like, I turned 20-something and looking, like, yeah, your fucking placement's fucking horrible, bro. Right, well, you live and you learn, you know? And it's, like, oh, you could get it fucking covered up one day. Yeah, I got more bad tattoos than I got good ones, you know. Like, when I started, 
I only had one tattoo. Like I had like a half sleeve done. I waited till I was 18. I never got anything before then. And um, where was I going with this? I only had one tattoo. So I started my apprenticeship and I felt so blank that I worked around a lot of artists and I was basically just letting anybody throw something on me. You know what I mean? Just to get more coverage and shit. But yeah, now I'm, I'm doing a ton of cover up work. Like I had already covered up like half this arm. I've had some laser removal and that shit sucks. Does it hurt? That shit sucks. It's like how I explain it. It's like a tattoo times like five or 10. You know what I mean? Like they ice you, they ice your skin up before you, they have some kind of like, like thermal cryo shit. Yeah. And, um, they ice you up, so it kind of numbs it a little bit. But it, like I said, think of it as like a tattoo times like five or ten, but it's so fast. Like, they lasered from the top of my hand all the way up to my elbow. I think it was like 15 minutes, like fast. But you got to do multiple sessions, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had, but like, you can retat over it? Yeah, well, it lightens it up because, like, not, not after the first session. Like, it depends what you got. Like, I had a bunch of color work and stuff, so, I mean, it could have took 8, 10, 12 sessions. But the problem with it for me was is that it took, like, bro, I'm not even kidding, like, five, four or five months to heal. Like, it was super itchy, and you know what I mean? It would burn and shit like that, and your skin just looks scaly and everything. And it's like, if it was a quicker heal, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. But, like, eight sessions, ten sessions for, like, you know, yeah. in between, that would take oh, years God, to get done. Yeah. So I just found someone who was confident enough to try to cover it, and so far they're doing a good job. See, like, I mean, from what you can tell, she covered all this up. Oh, yeah, that does look really But before, you couldn't even tell what it was, bro. It was, like, black and just, like, blobs, you know? Yeah. What is the, what's the tattoo style that you do called? Is it realistic? I guess. I mean, I don't think my stuff, I mean, it's like a mix of realism and kind of illustrative, I think. But black and gray in general. I just started messing around with colors. And, you know, implementing them in my work that way. A lot of people have been asking for that. But I don't like to do full color tattoos. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure I could do them. But something with black and gray, I just feel like I've been doing it so long, bro, that I don't have to think. Like, I can just pull out my needles and just start going. You know what I mean? Like, as far as color, like, you got to do mixing and blends. And you really got to know your color theory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, a color realism portrait, like, you're blending colors. Like, that whole, it would slow me down so much. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of just stick with the black and gray work. Plus, I don't know. I just like the way it looks, too, when it heals. No, yeah. Like, it gray, you know what I mean? That silvery look, even if it lightens up, like, throughout time, like, to me, it still looks dope. You know yeah, because I mean? that you can see that's the only color I got. And as soon as I got that, that was, like, this was, like, my, so it was just the cross. So I got this, then my dad passed in 09. So I got this in 08, right after I got out of basic. My dad passed away, and then I got my dad tatted on there. A tribute um, tattoo, yeah. But, like, as soon as I got this color, I was like, yo, fuck <laughs> color. Like, color, like, this is trash. Like, is color going to do this all the time when it touches my skin? Yeah. Or is it this the tattoo artist? It's, it's hard to say because, like, I mean, it's some sometimes it's the way that the artist put it in. Like, like you said, they overworked it, you know what I'm saying? And then you get a lot of scabbing and shit like that. That usually means that it's overworked. Like they stayed in the area too long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but also other things play a factor, like the sun, you know what I mean? If you're out in the sun a lot and shit, yeah. depending on where you got on your body, if there's like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you've got clothes on a lot and it's rubbing and stupid shit like that, you know what I mean? It'll yeah. wear it down. Like my hands too. Like it was super hard for me to heal my hands because I'm in gloves constantly you know oh, what yeah, i mean yeah. so like the elbows that's why they fade a lot because you're always leaning on shit you know what i'm yep. saying 
just like the knee. They're just they're tougher areas. Yeah. So it's all those areas that fucking like this. The bend, yeah, yeah. the ditch of the elbow. Because I was like, oh yeah. fuck, that's fucking stupid now. Yeah. I mean, you're almost prone to scab there, kind of, you know, just because of the movement, you know. Yeah. But I mean, there's people that do really good color work, especially around here. But I mean, the industry's changed so much now. I mean, like on Instagram and social media and stuff, everyone enhances their tattoos in the photo. You know what I mean? Like Photoshop. Like, yeah, like kind of. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and it gives it gives clients, especially people who don't have tattoos, a false sense of what they're gonna get and how it's gonna look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a couple of there's a couple of sites out there on uh, social media like Tattoo Truth Fair. You ever heard of them? No. So like all they do is like they dedicate their site to like finding super good tattoos that almost look too good to be true, and then they have they find the client and get them to send them the healed photo, and the difference is just like insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those stitch fucking patches and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean some some dudes will even go in there with their fucking pen on their iPad and like crisp up lines and shit like yeah, that. You know I've what been I mean? I wanted to get one of those. Like I want to get the logo, mm. but like the patch put on. I know what you're saying. Like like, like the little stitch work and stuff yeah. like that. Like that's just. But I've been looking and I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like anybody can really do it. Like, like this and like this looks like it's fucking. Really, like they really like well, you could like touch it on the skin. Yeah. yeah, like they took it from the like on the iPad and just put it on someone's skin and was like, "I did this." Right, and everything looks better when it's fresh than compared to when it's healed. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Always. Lines fade, they expand. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Color work is just like I said to me, in my opinion, like over time it gets it gets blotchy. You know what I mean? Especially in the realism stuff that I've seen. Like I've been at conventions and stuff where I've seen stuff online. And I'm like, damn, dude, that's, that's that guy I just seen online, his tattoo. And I'll ask him to look at it. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, dude, it's still a dope tattoo. And the guy who did it is talented. But the difference was just like, yeah, I that, was like, damn. It's like that. I, I felt like that all the time, my my shit. You're like, a couple days later, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, this shit is, <laughs> like you can see that line expanded there. Mm-hmm. My, like, this one, this was my second one. And I feel like this is this dude did pretty well. Like over here, that's my skin. The lettering is clean and shit. Yeah, like, everything, I can read it from here. Everything's you know I mean? clean as fuck. Like right. he did a really good job. And this was my second one. Like and I felt like this one and the seven one six are my best work. Everything. Well, this was my first one. Eighteen years old. That so, one needs some love. <laughs> yeah. Needs some love. I was like, yeah. yo, but for eight like that long ago, mm-hmm. that's like twenty years, and it's still looking like. I'm like, oh, you just need still some legible, fucking, yeah. yeah. Just need you just some need shading some and fucking, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that white when people put the white, right? The black. You do that. The highlights and stuff. Yeah, yeah you got to. The like if highlight. you're doing, like if you're doing a portrait or something, like, and they got like wet in the lips or like you know the glints in the eyes, stuff like that. Like, and that's the same thing with white. Like it looks super dope when it's fresh, but fresh. I mean it's gonna fade a little bit. Like the purpose of it is just. Like you're like in a healed tattoo, like your eye can't tell, but it makes just that little bit of a separation when you pack that white in there. That you, you know what I mean? It, it it really it really pops the tattoo out. Yeah. So That's I put it in there personally. I had it in the seven one six, and I'm like, oh, I gotta get it him to. I need to go to Georgia and have him do that shit again. Right. Like put that white in because I noticed you need to go back and get that shit. Right, especially if you're getting it tatted or touched up. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I want to get that whole arm. You got anything on your legs or anything like that? Nah. No? I want to. Yeah, they're, they they hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine did personally. I mean, in my experience, like, the worst tattoo I've ever had is on the back of my cat. 
back of the calf for some reason like all my clients that i touch the back of their calf they all say it's rough some like i'll do the shins on some of them and they're fine they have no problem the size but once you get back there I don't know, man. It's rough, especially for no, me. No, but that's got all the, those ligaments and stuff right the there. The meat, man. Yeah. The nerves and shit. Yeah, I have a portrait that's oh, half yeah. a portrait that isn't finished on my leg. And I'll you never got finish. and you got arteries in your in your calf by your mm-hmm. calf, so it's like just a tender area. Yeah, you know what I mean. The back of the elbow for me was a bitch. I yeah. was maybe that's why I got so many fucking mislines back here because right. I was like Yo. struggling. I was like, oh god damn, bro. Mm. I'm like, holy fuck, you got me right now. Like, that was the worst. Everything else, I was like, it's not Sad bad. Like, okay. Over here, was like, I'm like, yo, I could do a hand tattoo, I think. I love, you know, I, my hand tattoos weren't bad at all. I no? didn't think, no. They how weren't about, bad at how all. How about the face? That was the easiest ones I ever had. For real? Mm-hmm. These two were the easiest ones I ever had. They took like an hour each, and I couldn't even really feel them, bro. Like, not really. You know, yeah. So I mean, the sides of my neck, those were a little rough, but they weren't too bad either. I, I want to get my throat done, but I'm procrastinating like a motherfucker. I know that's gonna hurt, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I'll get it done eventually, but I'm just not in a rush right now. Neck, this side took four hours. This side took four hours. What's the longest tattoo that you've done? That I've done on someone? Yeah, nine and a half hours. And that, was that a tap out one? Like. Or is they no, dude, I was surprised he sat like a brick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even towards the end, like, he was fine. Like, he, I, I caught him snoring a couple of times during the tattoo. Real big guy, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I did it at a convention, you know? So we got there at, like, noon and stopped at, like, 9, 9.30, something like that. Well, yeah. Is that, like, a competition convention? Yeah. Oh, so well, well I mean, it's not a, sit they like have that. the competitions there and shit, but it's not like, I mean, you can compete or you could just have a booth and make some money and tattoo or, you know, spread your art around and stuff like that. So yeah. they're pretty cool, especially, uh, especially for like motivation and inspiration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why I try to go to one every once in a while or do one because like, you know, just being in the same spot, doing the same thing every day, like going out there and seeing all the different kinds of work and shit, you come back motivated, like, yeah, let's work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I've been to a bunch of them. I've been to Philly, Boston, Syracuse, Cleveland. There's a lot of them. Pittsburgh, yeah. you know, so they're pretty dope. They're pretty dope. Yeah. So for that one, like, you weren't competing? You were just tatting? No, I, I throw my stuff in the competition sometimes. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, how they do it, like, they'll do they'll do days. And um, so, like, one day, it's usually a three-day convention. That's usually how they go. So, like, one day it'll be best black and gray or best portrait, you know, categories and shit. Yeah. Next day, best back piece, best color or whatever. So, you can just enter in that piece and plan ahead, you know what I mean, and enter it into the competition. So, that's kind of how it goes. I'll do nine hours. You got to be. I don't like doing tattoos like that, though, bro. I mean, yeah, for you, fuck no. Burnt, you know what I mean? Like That's got to be, like, your hand, like. I can imagine. I wrote well, dirt it's, bikes and all that, like, right. and that vibration that whole fucking time. Well, they're a lot easier now. Like, the machines now, like, I use a coil machine, or I'm sorry, I use a rotary machine. They used to be coil machines. That's where you had, like, you know, the real loud rattle, and it had the foot pedal and the, the power supply and the cord. Yeah, yeah. Now my shit's just got a battery on it. There's no buzz. You can't hear it, really. It's, like, it's like almost, like, drawn on you with, like, a fat Sharpie. You know what I'm saying? And you can interchange the batteries out and shit, so it's well, a lot less, a lot, a lot more comfortable for you. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I don't gotta sit here and keep hitting the pedal, and I'm not getting strung up in the cord well, and stuff like also that. Also, you're like a lot of your work you do with sharpies too, right? 
I draw some stuff on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like backgrounds and stuff like that. So um, it's like that's going to be more comfortable in the hand, like where you're like. Yeah, I, my shit is like a hockey puck. Like I, I wrap it with paper towels and oh, yeah, stuff yeah. about Sensi Wrap, so it's like a brick, you know what I mean? Because like holding it thin and tight all day, like I'll, I, I broke this hand like three times and fractured it twice. So like it'll cramp up on me. So the larger I, or the larger my grip is for some reason, I don't have that problem. Cause I'll catch myself like squeezing, you know, like yeah. I'll be tattooing. I'm like, yo, why are you squeezing so hard? You know what I mean? Let the work go. So yeah, I definitely have hand cramps and shit like that from all day, you know, working, but I only try to do one to two tattoos a day, especially cause I only do like bigger ones, you know? So I'm really fast. Like most of the stuff you see me post, like I get done in like three to five hours. Most Is of my Harry stuff. Potter one? That whole section there with the two dudes and the, yeah, yeah. the castle, I think I did that in, like, four hours. That shit was so fucking fire. Right. The way that you did Voldemort, I was like, yo, that fucking detail in his face, I was like, holy fuck. Right. Like, I wish people would get cooler shit, bro. Like, I, I mean. I like, I like the shit that you've been posting for people to be able to get. Like, that's cooler shit, like. That's some dope well, shit. my apprentice actually made a made a comment to me about that because I was like, "Damn, dude!" I'm like, "Everyone's getting lions and shit and tigers." Like, I do, I do so many lion tattoos. Some of my clients laugh because I always, you know, make jokes about it and stuff. But dude, I do so many lion tattoos, and it's like, I think people just get stuff a lot of the time just because they don't know what to get. You know what I mean? So they see one thing that looks good, and most of the time, my for some reason it happens to be lions with me. So everyone wants to come in and get lion tattoos. But even if you try to change it, like. They micromanage, you know what I mean? Like, you get so many people that come in and they're like, they're like, okay, yo, so I like this tattoo, right? And they'll show me a picture on their phone and I'm like, okay, dope. And they're like, you got full artistic freedom, bro. Do whatever you want. And it's like a lion and a rose, right? So then I'll go in and try to change something, whether it's like I'll add some kind of smoke in there, add whatever, some kind of background or something like, yeah, that's cool, bro. But like, I like how it is in the picture. So it's like, you just have, they yeah. just, you know what I mean? You just told me yeah. artistic freedom, but I've it's like, heard, I've heard this from graphic designers too. Like they'll like people will come up to graphic designers and be like, you can you make this logo for me. And then they'll be like, yeah, you got full artistic freedom. And it's like, then you bring it, to but them. don't change a thing though. But then Keep they'll it come there and they'll be like, Oh, can you change this, 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 and this. And it's like, Oh, you just made this shit. Look. Horrible, like plain and horrible. You gotta trust, you know, your artists or trust, you know, the person who's been who does it for a living. I feel like now it's like I I would go to more now. I haven't even gotten a tattoo. Last tattoo I got was the alien, I think. Let me see this one. No, it was the bird. Oh, I forgot about the bird lady back here. I got the bird lady from. um, Oh, that's dope. Brock. Oh, something Brock he used to work with Mark Simpson at um, Holy Ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, something Brock. Fuck. I'm not sure I know who that is. I don't know. I forgot his name, but he did both these. And this was the last two, and that was like two years ago. But from then on, I'm like, yo, I want because of his placement, like where he put. He was like, I think they should go here. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go to more experienced tattoo people who are gonna be like. No, don't put it here. Put it here. Right. Like, or we can cover this one up because this one, you know, is right. going shit. Like, we could do something and, like, incorporate it. Well, like, I want more people that will be, like, You want an experienced are... guy that will guide you in the right yeah. direction and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because you don't have the artistic eye for it. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Yeah, so like, that's why you guys are there. That's right. why you're the artist. Like, mm-hmm. why not give the artist the the freedom to be like, yo, instead of putting it on your fucking hand, it would look way better over here on your forearm right or like your forearm going into your hand or some shit like that right and people don't give artists the freedom and they sit there and because they already have they already have the image solidified in their mind before they even get there you know what i'm saying so so I mean, how do you like um get some clients to change their way so like i'll just honestly bro i'll just turn people away like i will like if they come in if someone comes in that I've never tattooed before and like even like I said, like the lions right now, don't get me wrong, dude, like lion tattoos are dope. They take skill to do and they look sick when they're done. But like I said, when you do so many of them every week, you know what I mean? It's hard. You run out of references. To use, and especially if they're not letting you change them, you know what I mean? So I just tell people I'll be like, listen, this is not something I'm looking to do right now. You know what I mean? I'm. I've just done so many of this or blah, 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 or I'm not into the design. You know what I mean? And nine times out of 10, they'll just tell me, okay, well, what are you open to doing? And then we'll kind of talk and then I'll pull up some images and show them some stuff. You know what I mean? And by 20 minutes, 30 minutes pass by now, they've completely changed their design. Yeah. So they're going to leave with something sick. You know what I mean? And I get to do something that I want to do too. You know what I mean? And still make them happy. So yeah. some people are just stubborn, bro. Like some people are just stuck on their design. And like I said, I'll just tell them like i'll recommend another artist in the area that i think can do it you know just as good or whatever and i'll just be like you might want to try this person especially with the weight like you were saying people will come in and then once they hear seven eight months out nine months out they're like oh damn i was hoping like next week and then they don't want to wait you <laughs> yeah. know so hoping next week i'm gonna go over here to this guy now yeah yeah no that wait that wait it's like you know you're waiting but you got to wait in life sometimes for the shit that you really, really want. Right. But, I don't want to. I mean, I'm going to try to dime my schedule down, bro, because eight months is kind of hectic. You know what I mean? Especially if I want to do something or, you know, go somewhere or whatever. And I'm booked nine months out. You know what I mean? There's really no time to fucking do any of that. So what would that take? Like doing more people a day? I think that. Because that would be like. Like, adding another person that's four, eight, twelve hours a day. I'd like to book out like three, three, four months. You know what I mean? Three, yeah. four months. What I'll do is I'll just tattoo and not take new clients. Yeah. And eventually my my clientele that are steady will kind of die down a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna try to do that. That's, it's gotta be hard, especially it's like tattooing is a one man show. Right. Like there's no like if someone wants you to tattoo them, it's like. Well, yeah, I get people get mad and stuff because, like, I don't, I don't get back to a lot of people. But I get so many messages, like, so many messages, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all the above. And uh, it's never, like, a quick two-sentence message. You know what I mean? It's no, never, yeah. like, a when are you in the shop? I want to come by and set up a consultation or something. You know what I mean? It's always, like, they're sending me ten pictures of their designs, three paragraphs of where they want it, what it means to them, and blah, 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 blah. And next thing you know, I still got all these messages to get back through, you know? Can you give me another one? One of these from the front. Um, When's uh? When did you start drawing? Like, I kind of always just like doodled around in school and shit like that. You know, when I was like, I don't know. My dad. I remember being like seven or eight years old, and my dad would come home, and uh, 
he would be like, yo, you want to see something real quick? And he pulled out a couple of pencils and he would like draw like a naked chick real quick, like real quick, like just sketch it out. And I'd be looking at it like mind blown. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, how the fuck does he do that? And he never, he never did any kind of art classes. He just kind of had like a natural talent to like, you know, so uh, that's, uh, that's when I kind of started messing around with the pencils and stuff like that. But um, I never took any art classes. I only did like the basic ones that they make you take in high school. You know what I'm talking about? But you never no art class or anything like that. Besides the basics, like I said, they make you take in high school. But yeah, that's about it. Yo, fuck. But I thought you would have like progressed in like in life and have like taken something, but because your art is just like that damn good. Right. Well, I appreciate that, man. Like, I mean, I'm still skeptical of my stuff. You know what I mean? But I, I just attribute it to like drawing all the fucking time, man. Like. Like, even there's artists out there now, dude, that I've worked with, and I tell it, like, you could tell, like, a lot of guys, like, when they start, they'll be drawing, drawing, drawing when they start, you know, learning how to tattoo and everything. And then once they start tattooing, they just stop making art. Like, they stop drawing, they stop painting, they stop creating shit. They just feel like all they have to do is tattoo. And I I think that, you know, artwork that you do outside of tattooing is going to enhance your work, you know, while you're tattooing. And plus the shit that you can sell, too. I've never, I don't, I've never sold any drawings, bro. No, no, no. I mean, I wish I drew more than I do, but those drawings are like, holy fuck. But I'm like, I've always like questioned, but I've known like your inbox is fucking crazy. So even I messaged the Instagram and I'm like, damn, I'm not going to get shit back on this fucking Instagram. I know it. His followers are too many. He's probably getting way too many fucking messages on here so i was like dude i gotta fucking get a hold of him somehow so i was like oh com- i learned comedy is the way to fucking get the attention of the fucking person that you need and then fucking messaging on right yeah that was smart i seen it right away i was right on facebook when it popped up i was like oh let me comment and say that i want to fucking do the podcast first and then fucking message because right. i fucking it's very hard to get people who are like, you know they're getting messages left and right in their right. inboxes. Like, I don't even check like, anymore half the time, you know what I mean? So It's like, yo, you better just fucking come into the spot. And fucking right. That's the best way. Yeah. That's the best way I tell people. But like I said, now I got two other guys working for me at the shop right now. So, you know, we can still take people who just, you know, randomly come in. The walk-ins? I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to just close my books for a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she can, you know chill out a little bit plus i want to do a lot of traveling like i went out to california and tattooed a couple of times i'm gonna be going out to florida to tattoo in the next couple of months you know so I, w- I would love to travel around a lot more you know what i mean have the shop run itself hire a couple extra people you know what i mean and then be able to just kind of go where i want to go that'd be dope you know a, I mean? where have you tied it um have you ever tied it outside of the country not outside of the country no that'd no be dope as fuck too no yeah someday it'll happen and you said your shit is like cordless and shit, right? Yeah, so I, I just I I got this like travel tattoo kit. I just pack all my shit up, put it under the plane, and then I go where I need to go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you can tattoo on the beach and everything like that. Well, it's a, you're, well, you're supposed to tattoo in a shop, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um yeah, uh I've guest spotted in a few shops and shit like that, you know what I mean? But 
I've also tattooed out of hotels, you know what I mean? I've done stuff like that. People just fly out and tattoo out of people's houses, you know, yeah. so certain clients. But just to even just see the world and shit, you know what I mean? And move around and make art, like, that would be dope. Yeah. That would be super sick. What's uh? What do you think the most rewarding part about being a tattoo artist is? Um... I don't want to break it down just to saying like being able to create art. I don't know. Uh, to see my clients really happy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's a cool ass feeling because some people wait all year to come in, you know, and they're so excited about it when they come in, and then just to see them like super excited when they leave, like it's like a gratifying feeling. You know what I mean? Oh well, yeah. So probably that. I love when the artists I see them outside, and then then they look at the tattoo. They're like walking past you and looking. And they get that smile on their face. Like, right. I was walking through the, the mall and one tattoo artist was looking. I was like, no, he's looking at his work as he's walking past. Right. Like, he texts later and he's like, yo, that fucking shit, like, it's raw as fuck. Yeah, it's a good feeling. And it's just, it's crazy, like, people that, you know, you're marking someone for life, you know. Someone's going to be wearing your artwork for life. Like, that's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a big deal, you know what I mean? So, just that people, like, give you that level of trust to do that. Especially people that, like let me cover their whole back or their whole, like, torso or arm, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I have clients that have, like, two full sleeves, a full back, full leg, and it's like, they'll be in the shop, and I'll just be staring. I'm like, damn, this dude let me put so much work on him, you I know said, what I mean? I said, you did a deer, right? Who? A deer. Like, the, am, the animal, like a deer. Mm -hmm. Like, on someone's back. Mm -hmm. Was it on someone's back? I think I did one on a sleeve. It might have been a sleeve. It had, like, the mountains and all that stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that shit, like, my dad would love that shit. Cause it, was like, it was like a like a turkey there and everything, too, yeah, or something like yo, that? something like that. It was just dope, and I remember that. It was on your page, I swear, because it, like, it was black and white. Like, everything on this page was black and white. Right. And it's like, I could swear it was yours. Cause then you did some mobster too. Yeah, I, there was a mobster after it. I honestly can't. I do so many tattoos, bro. Like even yeah, when people, I can't your get page, your Instagram is just like. Yeah, I. I mean, people that I talk to too, like in passing, like if I'm at the mall or something, I run across one, like somebody that I've tattooed before. Like there's been times, you know, I feel like an asshole because I'm like, they're like, hey, what's up, bro? And they're talking to me, and I'm like, yeah, bro. I'll do I? They're like, yo, you tattooed me. And they'll show me something from like eight years ago. You know what I mean? And that's cool to see, too. Like, sometimes I see some of my old shit, and I'm like, you know what I mean? That shit doesn't look great, you know? But it's cool to see, like you said, the progression and stuff. Yeah. You know, so. You ever, like, yo, you got to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Some, I mean, not a lot, but there's definitely some pieces that I, that I was like, damn, I can't believe I even fucking did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he you, was so happy with it. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, I don't want to have the heart to tell you it's not fucking good, you know? Yeah. Like, so. Hey, the funniest food. Oh, yeah. Like, you asked, re asking me, but I'm just saying. Yeah, what's the funniest piece? I tattoo, I guess it's, I don't even know, man. Like, I'd have to think about it. I mean, I'll tell you a funny situation. So there was this one guy um, that I used to work with out in um, on Niagara Falls Boulevard, and this older guy came in. He was like, I don't know, 60 years old or something <laughs> like that. So he comes in, and he comes up to my buddy and goes, listen, I want a tattoo of a jelly donut going around my belly button. And we're like, a jelly donut? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I love Paula's donuts. He's like, I wanted to say Paula's donuts over the top. Yo. So we're like, he, so we went and he, he went ahead and did it, right? And the guy had it. It's like this big, like, pink jelly donut. 
And he's like, I appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. So he leaves the shop, and the same night, he comes back at, like, 9 o'clock. Like, we were just about to close up, and he comes up to the door. And he's got this big sack over his chest. It's like this. And he comes up to the door, and we're about to lock the door. And we're like, what's up? He's like, can I come in and talk to you guys for a minute? And we're like, yeah. So he comes in, and he opens a sack, and a fucking kangaroo jumps out of his fucking sack and starts jumping around the shop, dude. Swear to God, true story, dude. What like, the fuck? He said that his sister worked at the zoo. <laughs> So he went and gra- he's like, I don't know, from what he said, his sister worked at the zoo and he had keys for whatever reason. And he went and got a kangaroo out of there, like a baby kangaroo, probably about, I don't know, three feet high and put it in this fucking sack and drove it over to the shop, bro. Like me and my, me and the, like, I'm looking at the owner and he's looking at me. I'm like, there's a fucking kangaroo jumping around in here. We were Yo, tripping out, dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that was a pretty crazy experience for sure. I mean, that's got to be a long time ago. Dude, you're talking like seven years ago, maybe. Oh, yeah. He's seven years. He's in the clear. Seven years ago. I'm not, I don't know what's, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking kangaroos and shit. I ain't put no names in nothing, you know. Yo, I mean? but that's fucking, yo, I mean, I would have took the kangaroo too. Fuck it. If I had the key. Bro, bro, we were snapping pictures like it was crazy, man. It was crazy. I had that kangaroo punching me and everything, some fucking jackass shit. Yeah, man. I don't know. I stayed away from it. I don't think fucking kick, you know? <laughs> Yo, and kick us tail come out. up. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Nah, to took that shit for some fucking mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, jackass you, moments. You run into a, a lot of crazy shit to one, you know what I mean? So many different kinds of people, you know? I've worked in a lot of shops. Not really proud of it, but I worked in a lot of shops. I don't know. I kind of feel like I just never would be comfortable until I own my own spot. You know what I mean? You got to answer yourself. It's nothing like being your own boss, you know. And the guys that uh, work for me now, too, I don't treat them like they're my workers. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're artists. I got, they got my respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you come, and I'm like, you rent this space from me, bro. And you know what I mean? You're your own artist, you know. So I want them to feel like they're equals there, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is like how it should be because you work. I've worked in so many shops, bro, and there's so much like little drama and shit, you know, that circulates, especially when there's a lot of people, you know, yeah. at least in my experience, you work in a shop with a lot of people. You know what I mean? They kind of form little teams and groups like they don't. I don't know. Like that, like that one TV show they had on. The, the, was it Black Ink Crew or something like that? I never watched that. Yo, that I shit, never they got were a always like it. drama. Well, it's a drama TV show. But that's show. what sells it. it yeah, you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, dang. Well, I mean, there was the, that other one, too. There's drama. Miami Inc., all those yeah. old ones and shit. Yeah, yeah, they always had drama. And it's like it's like a barbershop. It's like a bunch of drama. Right. I wonder how much of it is scripted. It's got to be scripted, well, you think? That's all, all those reality TV shows. They script some of it so that it can be Sellable, yeah, exactly. Or they clip it. Like, like they do, like they're showing on YouTube and everything. Like, everything is like... Most of it is 15-second clips of something. Right. Like, and that's the most entertaining part was that 15 seconds. Right. Yeah, that makes sense, where the fight was or whatever. Yeah. yeah. If you watch TV shows, it's, like, mostly a 15-second clip, and that that's the most exciting part, and everything else is just, like, uh, White noise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, like, staying away from that is way better, like... And, but, I mean, you did learn a lot from going to working all these shops. Well, yeah, for sure, definitely, because you work with so many different kinds of people, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's 
there's so much to learn. That's 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 what I love about this craft, though, is you can learn from anybody, even somebody who's not at the same level as you. They might have a different look on something, like how to do something. You know what I mean? And you can pick yeah. up things. You know what I mean? So, like I said, same thing with the conventions. I'd like to do more of those too. I try to do at least one a year, but with the clientele and everything, like I said, working out nine months to a year or whatever it is, it gets it gets tough to do. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be crazy. Like now, I'm in the same boat right now. I'm in. I'm at July. That's fucking crazy. Uh, I think we're April right now that I'm booked out till, and that like that's the same thing. It's like we want to go and travel, and it's like to do podcasts in different states. But then we already have these people booked out, so you're like, "Fuck." Do you only do it here usually? Um, like we've done it usually. In- we've done it in uh, Atlanta and Baltimore and DC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you like Atlanta? Um, it was all right. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I liked it. I thought it was cool. It's like the music cap, like, you know what I mean? In the hip-hop industry, there's so many legends from there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's dope. Did you go to cool. eat in Atlanta? Go out to eat, you, you saying? Go out to eat in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Did yes. You Did you okay. like the food? It was all right. It was all right. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It wasn't too much different. I mean, it took. I feel like it took a while to get to me, but that was it. Yeah. You're talking about as far as the food quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Atlanta's got its own. I just didn't feel like the food was. It wasn't. You can't be Buffalo food, bro. I've traveled exactly. around a lot. I feel like it's like that's. Yeah. A, I think we're spoiled, and that's our problem. It's like we get out, and it's like you're expecting. But no, your basic, biggest expectation for outside of Buffalo should be fast food restaurants because mm-hmm. that's the best you're gonna get is you the fast food restaurants because they have you can go to you go to Cali they got In and Out Jack in the Box I didn't like, like In and Out either bro the, like, I didn't like In and Out the, White Castle like, or the animal strip. fries were like overhyped the burger was all right too salty like it was like not uh, great yeah yeah like. The shit that we want here, they don't want to bring here. Like, um, say it. What the say fuck is it? Place. What is my it called? Raising, Raising Canes. Raising Canes. That shit is fire. Never even heard of it. Raising oh, Canes. What, what, what do they sell? Kind of, so really? Post Malone uh, has a stake in that shit. You said it's in Ohio? There's one in Ohio. Looks yeah. He's, oh, he's trying to drive there today. Oh, yo. I, we found one in Pittsburgh. I'm going there next month, so I'm going to see if it really exists there. I'll it, let you know. Is it a burger place or something? No, nah, it's, it's chicken spot. Oh, no shit. Like yeah. fried chicken and shit like that? It's oh, uh, chicken tenders. Mm. Yeah, that shit is fire. Like, fuck fucking uh, Chick-fil-A and their 73 fucking ingredient chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's wild to me. Like, you you got 73 ingredients in a grilled chicken. Do they? I yeah. didn't know that. It says seven. I thought that they—that's why they were like so big because they were like real slim on what was in their shit. You know what no, I mean? No, they got seventy-three ingredient chicken. It's not chicken. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not. That chicken. chicken is rubbery as fuck. Damn. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, we're spoiled down here with the food. Like, yeah, for we sure, got some bro. good restaurants. Hell yeah. But it's like we do need more though. It's like more, bring more. Right. What do you think that Buffalo needs? Like, for a nightlife. Because that's been the biggest question, the nightlife. Do you go out in Buffalo at all? Yeah, but I go to, like, local bars. Like, I don't go. I'm not, like, down on Chippewa and shit like that. You know what I mean? There seems to be the scene there, Allen Street. You know what I mean? 
I honestly don't know. Like I said, I'm more of a local bar kind of guy, like something where it's a little more, a little more secluded, not packed all the fucking time and shit like that. Cause yeah. I hate going into bars where it's like, you got to wait 20 minutes to even get a drink. You know what I mean? You're trying to go through a crowd of people and shit, you know, that gets annoying or whatever, but I don't know for the nightlife. I don't yeah. Know. Cause like trying to bring like for Buffalo to bring like bigger artists here and like bigger names to Buffalo to like, Come here and stay here. We already knew. No, we need a fashion district. We ain't got that shit out. No, of no, we don't. And someone made that point, and it's like, who was it? Shots? Who was it? Shots that said we don't. Have... Might have been Young World, where Shots all might. They were talking about it, and no, we don't. And Buffalo is full of art, bro. Yeah. Artists and shit, man. There's no fashion district. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that could be like it right there. Where's the fashion art district? Like, right. Where they combine it, what it need, we need a like where it's like shops upon shops of clothes, right? And not just like, well, it needs clothes. something big. It's kind of like Las Vegas just did with that dome. You know what I mean? They they improvise something there that draws attention. You know what I mean? Like we gotta mm-hmm. have. I mean, we're basically known for what chicken wings and you know pizza and shit like that. Super Bowls. And yeah, stuff. I know this. Well, the Super Bowl. That shit is wild. Tell them about Atlanta. Yo, some chick thought that Atlanta was the where they're known for wings. I heard that. I didn't get to try them down there, but I heard that. I thought that man said they were good. He's awesome. Yeah, I can't. I can't lie. Right, every wing that I ordered in Atlanta was good. Mm. But to this point, she fucking yeah. Buffalo is known for wings everywhere because even in Atlanta, the big one of the biggest cities in the United States, she was like. We're like we're from Buffalo when she said Wayne's like where is She probably looked lost, like, right? Like she had no clue what we were yeah. talking about. Like, bro, they're yeah. defending here. Like, what are you talking That's about? what I mean. <laughs> like, like, I didn't know Loganberry was a Buffalo thing too. Like yeah. I had no clue just until a few months ago. Yo, you know I mean? when I went to the army, I was like, Yo, let's go to Mighty Taco and they all looked at me like, Yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Like Where was this at? They didn't have Mighty Tacos on there? And they don't have Mighty Taco outside of Buffalo. See, I didn't know that either. Outside of what is it, all the way to yeah. Rochester? Yeah, like I'm from Syracuse. I never heard of Mighty Taco. So wow. Yeah. But well, Taco Bell though is around yeah, though, yeah, right? Yeah. You would have thought that the, I thought they were at the same like. So no. Tim Hortons, bro. Like they Tim Hortons, yeah. No, it's after. Yeah, no, Dunkin' no. Donuts. I think after Ohio. Is, so they have them yeah, because you know when you get into Ohio, you can go to um, Tim Hortons and shit. That's when you know you got to Ohio. Is like Tim Hortons starts popping up, and you're mm-hmm. like getting closer to Buffalo, like on the drives. But like we don't have no fucking churches, or yeah, we don't have churches chicken. We don't have what else is there? What a burger! Uh, yeah, the Shake Shack is an hour and twenty three minutes, and it's on a throughway. Yeah. They put the Shake Shack on the throughway. I drive that hour and 23 minutes. <laughs> to go, though, huh? Yeah. Was like, the Golden Corral's one, too? Golden <laughs> Corral. Why, why doesn't Buffalo have... We don't have no American buffet anymore in Buffalo. No? What was all. it? They had Ponderosa or whatever. Yeah, was Ponderosa's it? gone. Old uh, Country Buffet's gone. Um, Is it gone? Yeah, the Old when Country they get Buffet. Um, that's been gone for, like, four years. No shit. Not, been there like, yo, and it's like, damn, you have no, like... No place like a fashion district like would have to be somewhere like the whereabouts though. Like, it you know would what have I mean? To be, well, would... they're doing the waterfront too, like real crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just talking to a friend of mine about that. I'm like, kind of like how it is. I mean, 
we got a long length, you know what I mean? We got a lot of space down there, you know what I'm saying? And it's like kind of like how it is in Jersey, bro. Like the boardwalk, they got that shit lit up with shops, you know what I'm saying? And they got the like the little um, what is it called? Like fair little fairground over there with the roller coasters and shit like that. Like I don't see why they couldn't turn all that space where yeah. well, they got the where they're putting the amphitheater for the concerts. But so, like before that, they can bridge where the fire boat is kept. You know where the Swanee house is on the corner there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turn your body, like if you're there, turn your body backwards so you see that long building that goes along the water. I think it's like storage for the train thing right now. Mm-hmm. They're turning that into a strip district like Pittsburgh. So there'll be all shops that you can walk through. See. And that's why they connected that. But maybe that's a good place for what you're talking about. But even across on the other side where the amphitheater is, they can put fucking a bunch of like nice shops there too yeah but but there is the like i just went to a spot to get a bottle of champagne before the episode uh, and they got broken into last night and they stole all their expensive ass tequila no shit and that's all they stole just the tequila just expensive tequila damn like that Seneca Liquors got robbed this morning. This morning at that? At 4 a.m. They busted it open with a brick. I ain't catch nobody. That shit was... They got all the cameras, though. So right. like they're going through the cameras right now. And they're. she was like, we have really good cameras. I was like, oh. You got to have them, bro. You got to have them. Well, we know. We got got. I'm Bailey. That's why we moved here to the Struggle Compound. Because we're on Bailey and they fucking... Got all the podcast equipment, all right. the cameras and shit. It's kind of secluded too. I like it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not. It doesn't just look like an open target. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the shitty part. Is like why businesses don't want to come to Buffalo. Well, yeah, they don't want to deal with all that yeah. shit. Come on, it's man. like yo, we could have Versace and fucking Gucci and fucking. Can you imagine? I, like even just hearing yo, you saying it, like like just imagine on the waterfront though too, where you can like you know how they have. The what's that shit? Liberty Hound, that Liberty Hound, and then it's the naval fucking. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just yeah. like that, and then they have the the canal side. But if you do that on the other side over there, where they have the uh, drum work fest and all that, yeah, the space for it. Yeah. But like a little bit down more, you just fucking start building buildings because they have where those fucking old grain mills are. Tear those down and fucking put. They won't do it because they say it's a historical. Turn them into freaking. Turn them into something crazy. like they did the one on the silo on Elk or whatever. They did that one on Elk. Riverworks over there, right? They did those ones too. Yeah. But the one, they got that one on Elk where it's uh, by School 33. That one is uh, it's a brewery and a barber shop and something else in there. No shit. Yeah. And it used to be one that everyone used to tag and climb up when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, but they leaned into that. Like, they took the graffiti that was inside of it when it was gutted, and they cut out the part of the concrete. And so, like, when you go to see the architect that's in there, on the wall, the artwork is the concrete and the graffiti that used to be on there. Because the famous artist is Chuck Tingley. He was, like, had graffitied that whole place. I've done work with camera work there. That's awesome, though. Yeah. That's they, yeah. To your point, you could do that with so many of those. So many buildings. There's the all down Van Rensselaer. There's that one gray brick building 
that they can they can tear it. out. Like imagine all down Van Rensselaer if they redid that whole street because that street goes from from the Larkin District to the Saber Stadium, and you could put really nice friggin' spots there and have. Throw a freaking Lexus dealership over there. Right. Range Rover Some dealership. Some high-end shit, yeah. Yeah, and make it a high-end street. Right. And then give us high-end, like, high-end streets, like, where it's, like, because what were we talking about? There used to be a million-dollar strip around here, and there's no million-dollar strips no more. Mm. Yeah, this is, like, one of the wealthiest cities. <laughs> it you was. You don't think the weather plays a role in it at all? As stupid as that sounds, you know what I'm saying? It like, during the cold season, like, we don't get... Do we get a lot of tourism, you think? Yeah. You, yeah. You, there's still people going to see the falls because of... In, during the winter. But they're now they're going to the falls, and they're like, oh, there's really nothing to do in Buffalo. Let's go to Canada. Yeah, the falls American side is terrible, man. Yeah, you only like, have our casino, and then you go in there. What do you got? You got Swarovski freaking crystal and... Like that, that one, other little side shop. That little yeah. side shop with the bags where it's like. You would think that shit would be loaded with places they're going to, you know. Yeah, I mean? like throwing the, if you threw in the Gucci store in there, more people would shop. Easily, there. for sure. If they, like, if you, that's the whole thing is that, or even start getting Buffalo designers to create something that's Gucci worthy or something like that. that right. People, it's got to be hard to do, though. Yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? Like the if you we said Atlanta they're doing it there, they have they have something going on there that they're able to like have a lot of their own clothing line right because we were driving through and it was like so many of boutiques of their own clothing stores yeah I was like word of mouth is a big push yeah right? like yeah but it's crabs in a bucket here. That's what it feels like. That's a situation, like. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yo, why yeah. can't we be like every other city? Is that like that with tattoo artists? Yeah, yeah. Is that it's like that? Question. What do you mean like, by that? Does, right. Is there hatred in the tattoo artist world? Towards each other? Towards each other? Is like, I'm sure there is, especially with guys who are like egotistical. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're doing something good, you're going to have somebody hate for, you know, yeah. for whatever stupid reason. People look for a reason to hate for anything now, you know? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I try not. There's, like, one other shop that me and this guy, um, we kind of go back and forth between our tattoo shops. You know what I mean? Like, guest spot between each other's shops and stuff like that. But other than that, I kind of stay kind of stay away from everybody else, you know? Right. Like, I'll say, like, at a convention, you run into people, you know, in the area. You say hello, you know what I mean, all that stuff. But I don't know. I just kind of try to say to myself, you know what I mean, and avoid all that shit. Facts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure, too, like, I'm sure because I worked in a lot of shops and I've never always gotten along with everybody, you know what I mean? And you know how people are. They'll hold grudges forever. So who knows? People look you in the face, you know, slap you up and everything, and then yeah, yeah. tell people what a scumbag you are, right? So, you know, the next day. Yeah. So... I don't know. I feel like that's just Buffalo. Here specifically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like people are nicer other places, I feel like, you, you know, know. It's like it's so weird here how people act towards each other. And like I feel like that's when it plays a factor, is the weather plays that factor. Is because it's so like you're in your house so much. Right. Like and if you look at it like like someone was saying this too. I think it was Dan's project I was watching. He was talking about like People using Buffalo, unlike the rest of the world, uses Instagram and Twitter 
but Buffalo uses Facebook. Did you notice that? Like everyone in Buffalo uses Facebook more than any other platform, and it's because you can talk shit on it. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yo, oh my god, Dan's a project just fucking just like exploded my mind because it's really the truth. I watch everyone. Um, I don't. I that's the my least used platform is Facebook. Right. And that's the platform where you go on it, and it's the most shit talking and most fucking like, people drama. air their dirty laundry on and, there, bro. I, yeah, it's all like day crazy. long. And I'm like sitting there, like, like I get fucking anxiety from scrolling through there. Right. Where it's like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, why are you on here? Why do you post so many times attention, a day, bro? Boredom, like, attention, you know. And we're stuck in the house for how long throughout right. the year? Like, and we just said it, there's no light nightlife. The fucking most popping fucking club just got fucking shut down. Which Fuck, one? Marcello's. Yeah. Done. Like. Why was that? Was someone it got shot again? inside. How many of the is bathroom. that now? Three. Three? It was two in like three months. It's That's the third wild. one. Well, that was the third. That was the third one this year. That's a bummer, man. And, you know, I Since they've opened, the like. He was trying to make the shit. The yeah, they were trying to make a shift in the club where it's like an all-inclusive club, like not just for the LGBT community. And then he he also was trying to bring something dope to the to Buffalo, but we ruined it. Right. Like, and that's a shitty part. Is like, yo, maybe all the clubs need to be twenty-five and up in right. Buffalo, and forget anyone who's. 25 and below. I was about to like, say that's usually uh, people like the ones those, are getting into trouble and shit. Yeah, you those know are, what I mean? yeah, make everything 25 and up and you can't like... But it's like you said, people are so aggressive and combative nowadays. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like everybody... Try to take everything to the next level like so fast, bro. You know? And it's like there's no... Like it's all... Everyone's at a rat race like for the bottom like here in Buffalo it seems like. Like everyone wants to be the top dog in somewhere that like... For what? It's just know. stupidity. Like it's like, yo, if we all work together, in the city, the there's city could be everybody. fucking. Yeah, yeah there's, there's way more everybody. than enough. We are the second biggest city in it's New like, York. It's like you said too with the Facebook shit, the social media, dude. That shit, that shit you know, caused so many problems, bro. You know, I just, I, I just scroll and it's like, bro, what the fuck? And like you said, being stuck in the house because I mean. It, it's gloomy as fuck here for half the year. You know what I mean? Nowhere so, to go. Yeah, like, dude. And like you said, there's nothing. That's what I, I keep telling my people. Like, and it's like, what, like five bars to go to in clubs? Well, like, that's it. Like you can run through the city and fucking like, and like venue, a couple days, and, you know? And then, yeah, and venue you can. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Like but if, if you, you come bar here, hop, you could not. Right, yeah. You could not because that's like. There's yo, a lot of bars. Yeah. There's a lot of bars. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people who come and travel in, they'll go out and party for two days and then, you know, drive the city for another day or two, and they, that's it. The city, you know what I mean? There's not They've much. done see, everything. There's not, not a lot of attractions. One day, one day you go to Niagara Falls, and the next day you fucking can drive around all of Buffalo. Right. See the and stadium. And you everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you're done. Like, and what am I? I'm going to go to the Galleria Mall, and I look up the Galleria Mall, and as soon as you look it up, you're going to see... Click the news or try to look something, and it's going to be like, oh, shootings here, and people don't want to go there. Yeah, they were having hella shit happen there, yeah, bro, and with the, the kids and everything, too. Like all There's the... nothing there. Like, what, what is there to shop at? That's, like, really, like, a notable fucking place to shop. Besides that Lou LaRue 
like that's the Lulu, I remember yeah that. that's some female thing my girl like or Lulu Lemon or whatever yeah, the fuck that is yeah yeah that shit like, like it's like expensive eight eighty dollar fucking yeah yeah I know yeah, she's talking about the express store fucking, over there yeah I know what yeah it's eighty dollar fucking leggings bro. When we were you, when we were in Atlanta, we were in that mall. Yo, they had like twenty years ago in a mall, but like, how how can they have that still, and we can't have one? Yo, their mall looked like the Galleria. Twenty years. Like when the Galleria. Which, which mall? What was this? Where was this? Big ass mall in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. and it was like it was like it looked like the mall, but it wasn't at three stories. Yeah, it, if it wasn't, it was a massive two. It was a massive as fuck, but it was like. The feel of it was like when the mall had the Looney Tunes inside of it. Mm. Like that feel that you got from walking through the like gallery. Like they put effort in the, you know what I mean? The everything, surrounding how yeah. it looked and everything. Yeah. yeah. It was still packed. There was still commerce. There was people. There was families walking around and buying things. I had never seen nothing like there was, that. There was like a lot of stores owned by people right like how west side gun was trying to do here right by owning the store in the in the mall and showing people hey yo, that shit can, was hot when they opened it up yeah, too. like hey you can own a store in the mall people you can do this in the mall he was showing people that this can be done mm-hmm. and then they ruined it i heard someone threw a brick or threw something through the window too, yo, they ruined like it. yeah yo Everyone ruins it. It's like, yo. And the malls are dying out, too. Like, McKinley Mall shot. That thing's, like. Gone. But now they revamped it, kind of. Did they? Yes. So. Because all they had. like skateboarding or anything like that? I'm not a skateboarder, but. Yo, they got. Like, van stores? No, they got a whole fucking skate rink. uh, uh, Skateboarding and fucking trick shit. It's called the food court. Food court skate park. When did that happen? That happened a couple months ago. I was hoping someone was going to do something because I've been following the thing online where it says save the McKinley Mall, you know what I mean? But I, I thought know. it was just like a small group of people trying to get... I didn't think anything was going to happen with it. Because it yeah. was... Dude, it was that shit was real nice back in the day. I mean, it wasn't as big as the Galleria, but yeah. like, it was different 15 years ago, you know what I mean? 10 years ago. Like, Imagine if they kept the skate park, right? And then cut off the rest of the mall and left it how it is, but turned it into like some like Call of Duty type of shit. Where you like, mean like, you, like you can go in there, like a whole like arcades and shit, like, like a that whole yeah, yeah, like turn it into a whole fucking big ass, the whole mall into like an arcade where it's like got the skate park, then you got fucking arcade Maybe they got room, a, a trampoline yeah, area, a trampoline and shit, area, you know, like that hydra, what they call ass it, fucking lasertron fucking type area, right? Like huge where it goes throughout the mall where you can play throughout the mall, like as if there was restaurants there and right, like make it look like. It's there, but it's not, and you're fucking sitting there, fucking shooting each other with fucking like the world's lasers. biggest arcade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do something dope like that. Like that's something we don't have either. We don't like. Yeah, we have Dave and Buster's, but we don't. There's places that have. It's like, all commercial. It's all commercial. Yeah, there's now, places you know I mean? that have like. They have huge fucking arcade centers that are like, for that from that place. Like, and you go to different places, and you're like, like we don't even have Top Golf. Like how are the second biggest city in the U.S. We don't even have Top Golf. Is that, that is that that virtual room for? No, no. no. Like he has no idea. Yeah, I, I'm he, not. Bro, Top Golf is like so. It's a story building. It's outside, and you have to hit the fucking golf ball into targets. Like it's oh, dope okay. as fuck, and it's like outside, and it's a big ass fucking this big ass sportsplex type place. But they're building one. 
Oh, that's what they are building. So we did fuck up. They are building that sportsplex by the um, Harbor Harbor. That like uh, it's going to be a golf plex. Yeah, it's oh, going to no be shit. like this top golf place, but we don't have that yet. Are they pretty big? No, this place is going to be like huge. It was supposed to be five stories with a hotel. Now it's only going to be two stories. I mean, shit, at least they're building it, though, right? Yeah. Like, like, I throw that out there. When we looked up the one in Atlanta, it's a big-ass city, they wanted, like, only, like, 35 bucks for eight people for a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's shit. expensive, right? Oh, shit. That shit's dope as fuck. It's just something to do, like, for people to go and do. Right. Like, in Buffalo. Like, we need more of that. Like, we could fucking have, like, some fucking... Ranges or something yeah. like that off the water. Yo, like that's what how it is in Cal. When I went down to California, me and that my buddy went down there to tattoo, dude, and we did all kind. Like every time you turn a corner, like they had a what was it called a skydiving simulator in there. You know what I mean? Where you suit up. I mean, it's corny and shit, but you yeah. know, it's like you said. Was it I fly? Yeah, I think that was it. Yo, because you just you. It's got that thing where you jump and you're fucking yeah. in a suit. It's way different than you would think, though. Like, you think you just jump out there and you're going to free fall down. But, I mean, no, if you no. make a movement, you'll you'll flip out yep. all over the place. It's, like, crazy. Yep. They have those all throughout Austin, Texas. Like, there's, like, a bunch of those fucking places. Right. And I was like, yo, I've always thought, like, in my head, why isn't that back home? Why don't we have that? Like, it's we like, just fuck. And someone invested in it and do it, you know But we mean? take so long. Like, look how long it took us to get boba tea in Buffalo. Yeah, that only did just start coming around a few years Yo, ago, didn't Boba it? Boba tea, like, burrito tacos. Like, everywhere has burrito tacos. And Buffalo, like, three, four years ago, started a burrito fucking taco fucking, like, all burrito tacos. And, like, y'all had that shit in, like, 2008. Right. Like, I had a fucking Boba tea in, like, 2012. And been around that long. Dubai. Oh, no shit. Yeah, like, I'm, like, sitting there. You like, been in Dubai? Yeah. When How I was, was it? Crazy? I only went through the airport. Okay. And just imagine an airport that's, like, I've never seen an airport with a fucking waterfall inside of it with a koi yeah, fish Yeah, that's on. a different kind of wealth over and, there, man. Yo, you know how we have, we like, the mall's just getting those kiosks where you can plug your phone in mm-hmm. to charge your phone? Right. Bro, this was 2009. I could do this, charge my phone like that. In 2009. Right. Like, they had the new BlackBerry phones for sale at that time in the mall. Like, it was a mall airport. Like, you could walk around and fucking buy shit while you waited for your fucking plane. It's like you said, yeah, our airport, is, our airport is trash, man. Yeah. yeah. Compare, like, you can't compare, like, that Dubai airport was, like, Next and that level. was in, like, 2009. Right. 2009. Imagine how, like, they got it. Yeah. It's probably nuts. It's, like... Atlanta airport is fucking nuts. They got everything in there. You can get your haircut, everything. I bought, we just got, like, I remember watching them build the barbershop in the fucking, in the Buffalo airport. Mm. And they're never even fucking open. So you think it's going to be, you think it's going to be slowly on its way up though? Like, what, do you Buffalo? think this stuff, yeah, you think, I mean, it does seem like a lot it has is, happened though. Gotta, like, the airport's got to still get on up. Like, they definitely need more in the airport. We need more fashion district. We need more nightlife activities. Right. All kinds of attractions, man. Like, like what do we have? We have the Bandits games, the Sabres games during the winter. Like. Just the sports teams, man. You got ice skating and shit like that. But, like, 
people want to do shit like adults want to do shit at night. Right. They have want something somewhere to go that's going to be open till two in the morning. But for here, it's got to be four in the morning for people. Four in the morning is crazy. Yeah, dude. You know, Everywhere else shuts down hella early. When I was down in California, he's like, yeah, the bar. He's like, I was like, you got want to go get a drink when we get out of here? He's like, yeah, well, they close at like eight or he said something like that. It was like eight or nine, some crazy shit. Like they stopped serving alcohol and stuff. Oh, I'm this like, is after COVID then. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, back at home, they're open till four most places. You yeah, know what so I mean? when I went to the army and that was like, I was in shock when they were like last call and it was like fucking one thirty, And I'm like, last call what's that mean they're like yo they close at two i was like two o'clock but we go to we party till four and they're like what the fuck i was yeah. like yeah come they're like oh you live in the country or something i'm like yo now yeah but now i get it we don't got nowhere to go right so it's like oh let's just keep it open till four there's really nowhere there for them to go yeah people aren't jumping around Good like plan. can you imagine like can you imagine if the our side of niagara falls looked like fucking little las vegas that would be crazy, man. That's like how it is on the other side, though. It's like a new world. You go into Canada, you know what I mean? Like, they it's got so the Clifton fun. Hill and all that it's shit. so much fucking fun. That's what I mean. They got Margaritaville and everything. Right. My girl raised about that, so I had to say. Margaritaville. Yo, and there has terrible food, bro. Terrible food. At the Margaritaville? Yeah. Yeah. Great margaritas, though. I haven't terrible been, food. I haven't been to Clifton Hill in a while. I'm sure it's the same as it was, but I mean, it's a tourist attraction. It's like yeah. you said, man. But, and... And the weed, bro. That Canadian weed is fire. You need a license out there? No. No? You just go across the border and you fucking go and you smoke. No shit. Their shit is recreational and legal throughout the whole country. Right. So it's like you go into, into places and it's seven bucks for a fucking joint. And that joint's going to get you lit as fuck. It's not just shake or no shit. No, like that, bro. Yeah. The shit was fucking fire. I didn't went to... My girl wanted to go to Matt Rife. So we mm. went to Matt Rife and we got joints. Got two fucking, half, like those dog walkers, half gram joints with the keef all over them. Two of them mm. for 10 bucks. Damn. And I fucking smoked one before the show and was blitzed out of my mind and then smoked it right after the show and walked to the car and went Shit home. took you over, huh? Yo, I was like, holy fuck. How was the was show, like, though? You like that dude, the Matt Rife? that shit was... Whack. Really? Like his, like his uh, he gets a lot Netflix of hype. Stand up, horrible. No shit. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't like his. I haven't seen a lot of his material. Funnier than his fucking. Well, material. it's like you said, those fifteen seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those I like his, his. It's his crowd work. That's mm-hmm. fucking good. That takes it. That's a talent but all like, in itself. You know. But like, uh, Ralph Barbosa, his Netflix special was fucking hilarious, and I wish that I went to go see him in fucking person. I'm going to see Cam Patterson this weekend or on Thursday. Where at? Uh, Helium Club. Yeah, they're having some funny moments. Yo, and he sold out the first one already. There's only the second joint for nine o'clock right now available. That dude's funny as fuck. They do pretty good over there. Every time I've been there, they're packed. Like they're like sold out most of the time, you know. So I got my shits like seconds after he posted it. That's a national club. Yeah. I always thought it was just like a Buffalo thing. I yeah. Heliums are everywhere. Yep. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heliums are heliums are throughout different cities. No shit. I didn't yeah. know that. Damn. I, did, I didn't know that until like, like two, three, 
two years ago, and I was like, holy fuck, that's a chain fucking club? Yeah, that's that's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, chain comedy club. Isn't that fucking wild? I thought it was local the whole time, yeah. Dude, that's fucking wild to think about. Fucking, there's there's a lot of guys doing stand-up comedy, though, right? There's yeah. got to be so many. Like, that's tough. I could never do that shit. I mean, you look how I mean? many people are trying to rap. Yeah, there's it's so out of control, in, bro. There's so many people in the music industry, like... That's like, and there's so many people who are fucking good at it. Right. Like everybody's fucking good at something in this world. Right. And like everyone has a talent with them. I'm like, we're all human, so we all do the same fucking thing. Tattooing used to be a hard thing to get into. Now it's like every time I fucking like get on Facebook, someone's got a tattoo machine in their hand now. I'm like, you know what I mean? I never, yeah. like people you wouldn't even expect. Like I've never seen them post art before in their life. Next thing you know, there are like they're posting pictures. Oh, I tattooed this. Yeah, you know, you could just buy machines and go do it. And I, I mean, I get it. It's hard. It's sometimes hard to get an apprenticeship. You know, yeah. a lot of people can't get one. You know, so. They have to, like, start out of their house or whatever, you know what I mean? Which is tough, but as long as they're doing their research and keeping it clean, you know what I mean? And eventually aspire to get licensed and shit like that, you know? Because back then, like, you used to have to get, like, you used to have to get a portfolio and shit with a bunch of pieces that you've drawn or done, you know what I mean? And go oh, into yeah. a and, like, like, have a, like, a portfolio. Like, when my apprentice came to me, he was like, he's like, so what do you think? And he just kept showing me, like, iPad stuff he drew with, you know what I mean? Like, the technical, or, I'm sorry, um, the system on the iPad. And I'm like, yo, I need to see some stuff you do on paper. Because, like I said, back in the day, you used to have to go into a shop with a bunch of pieces you had and ask them for an apprenticeship, you know what I mean? Yeah. And be able to present that shit to them. And it's like, now people... Like, shit that you actually do. Yeah, but I feel like it's, like, kind of almost given away now because... Some people will be like, yo, I'm going to teach my buddy to tattoo. He hates his job. He works in a pizza place. You know what I'm saying? And he hates his job. So I'm just going to, I'm going to get him started in tattooing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude never did art before a day in his life. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's so many people out there tattooing now that it's almost, to me, it almost feels like it's being commercialized. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And it's just like barbering. Everybody, like, I, when I started barbering, it was like, a handful. It was, like, an influx of fucking everyone started to go to barber school. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I went to barber school, and then, like, it was, like, poof. Right. Even, there was that, the Erie One Bosies went from 4K to 10K. Like, and that's when you know that a lot of people are going to barber school. Yeah. Because they went from... And and the market gets flooded, man. Two years in, doing barber school in Buffalo. And it was like, no, because you have to go to Rochester. You have to you you stop to do the apprenticeship here mm-hmm. with someone, and then go to Rochester and take the test. Oh shit! And then okay. you can become a barber. Mm-hmm. But now they have the test in Buffalo and all that, and it's like, right? It's like I was like, yo, this is just too much. So that's why I was like, fuck this shit. I was just cutting without this right. Shit. So like, there's so many dude. They pop up out of the woodwork <clears throat> everywhere, man. It's crazy. Like I said, it used to kind of almost be like a sacred thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't just handed out. I don't know. Especially, yeah, tattooing. Like, that's like... Yeah, you know... I feel like that's different because that's like... You're putting fucking shit on people's fucking bodies for life. Right. Like, you should be tattooing a fucking pig's ass for like (laughs) at least fucking five years. Now they got the fake skin. When I started, I had to tattoo the pig skin. Like, I used to have to go to the fucking butcher shop and order rolls of it, like, frozen... And I would, like, wrap my leg with saran wrap and just drape it over my leg and practice like that. You know what I mean? And now they got all the, the silicone shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It makes it a lot easier. 
I seen that. I, like, but does it wash off or just? No, yeah. it's in there. Okay. I mean, it's a little different from human skin. It's not the exact same thing. Yeah. But like for somebody who's just starting out to tattoo, like that's definitely the way to go to get you used to the machines and everything like that. Like I said, it's hard because I, I imagine if you're at home starting on your own, you're just fucking hitting YouTube videos like DIY tattoo videos and shit like it's that. You know, it's a lot easier. Yeah, man. Like you're just sitting there watching videos trying to figure this shit out. And I can respect that. But like it's always easier when you have somebody who's like been in it for a little bit. Guy, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Just like anything. How many years have you been doing it? Oh, I'm 10 years now going on to 11, I think. 11 years. I was like 19 when I started, started my apprenticeship. I believe somewhere around there, 19, just turning 20, somewhere around there. It's been a long time. I can't believe it's been that long already. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But the guy I'm apprenticing now, he's, uh, he's 20. You know what I mean? Like he's the same age. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he like, as soon as I told him, he showed me a bunch of those iPad drawings and I'm like, let me see some stuff you can do on paper like that week. He's already like sending me three, four drawings, like staying up late and drawing and sending me, you know, finished pictures and shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Do you iPad draw at all? I mean, I don't. I use it. I make all my designs on my iPad. I definitely do. It's just, I don't know. It's just different because, like, on your iPad, man, it's like you got all the tools and effects to, you know, you know, add on to your pen and everything like that. So I like, I feel like it's real true when you're like pen to paper, pencil to paper, paintbrush to paper. You know what I mean? I feel like anything, anybody can make something look kind of good on a screen, you know? Yeah, no, but, no, yeah. It's way easier on a screen than a fucking... Yeah, for sure. Like, you're going to be like, oh, no. Well, you can yeah. smooth shit out. You know, you draw a portrait and you smooth shit out on there and you show it to me and then you do it on paper. There's no tool to smooth nothing out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's there's all no got to be undo. by hand, dude. Yeah, no undo either. That's the biggest no thing. No back like, button, yeah. yeah. There's no undo. My daughter, I'm like, yo... How the fuck do you do that? You're going to be so fucking good when you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, huh? She draws anime stuff, and I'm like, they'll just keep drawing. Just yeah, keep drawing. for sure, man. Like, she, that's what she does is watch YouTube, mm-hmm. and she'll draw while they're fucking teaching her whatever they're showing you her. You conquer the world online. You get all the information and on there. Like, Yo, you, you should go through. I was like, there's, like, a list of different kinds of drawing ways, ways to draw. And you have it all at your hands right now. Right. And, like, you're soaking up so much shit. Like, go through it all. Find out all the ways to draw and draw in every way that's fucking possible. Repetition, man. Like, and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And she's just like, I look through her shit and I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, so how did you do this fucking taco like this? Like, how did you make this shit drip? Like, like Naturally talented. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I cannot fucking draw for shit. Like. Yo, can you draw my logo for me? I like, I want it fucking drawn. She's like, I can try. Right. I'm like, yo, fuck. I, I want that shit on the canvas if you can do it. So what I'm going to get her is like, I've been noticing a lot of artists uh, use projectors. Like for like wall murals and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. So I was this like, shit is fire right here. Not to change the subject. Nah, yeah. No, no, this shit is super fire. So that's what I want to get her a projector so she can do like little canvases and draw on it. Right. Like the artwork that she's already drawn mm-hmm. onto bigger canvases. Right. I was like, that'd be something dope. And then you can put the canvases all in your room. Or maybe even fucking sell them to people. Just keep her doing art, man. Yeah. She'll get better, man. That's it. I feel like it's the way. Like, if you look at it, art and fucking... Like, shit like that is the way that people, most people are making their money nowadays. Yeah, for sure. It's also hard to do, though, too. Like, you, I yeah. see, like you said, man, it's like 
you go to Atlanta and they all got their own logos and their own shit, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's hard to, hard to survive in a market around here like that. You know what I mean? Like you really got to have like a push, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know so many people that like are trying to push their own logos and shit. It's just, like I said, it's a hard market to break into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Definitely. Like that. Um, that's not a, is that a Buffalo one that, I may be wrong that I'm living B. Yeah. That's a Buffalo one. Yeah, see, like on. that. Like, I see that fucking shit everywhere. He's on Delaware. Man. Yeah, I see that stuff everywhere, man. Yeah. I'm living B. His Buffalo Cafe is Buffalo. Cafe. I seen that and, one too. With uh, the hats and shit. Yeah. No, that G one. Guagi. Guagi is everywhere. T.I.'s son was wearing it. Really? Like, yeah, he no has shit. fucking huge artists wearing the shit. But they. How do you spell it? G U A G G I. Oh, okay. They got they got a huge push, and it's like they're from Buffalo too, and so does uh, anti gun violence. But that's El Camino. Yeah, Camino. But that, he's just got he's already has his own push, so like pushing that. So like, see a lot of people rocking his stuff yeah. too, for sure. So it's like you do need that push, but that's where it comes from here. And if you look at it, like. West Side Gun, they all had to leave here to become like to make it what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had to leave, and a lot of that's like a lot of these people need to like push these brands outside of Buffalo too, because you can't just push it here. Well, that's the thing; you gotta be all in, be able to travel. You know what I mean? Like push yeah. that shit around, meet celebrities, hand out gear, like all that. It just takes a lot of time and effort, you know. A lot of time, effort, and money. Yeah, like, bro. If you want to do it, that's what. There's only one way. Yeah, you gotta spend money to make money, right? And those are the gonna like the people who are like that we just said are the ones that are like pushing it. It's like the struggle gear. You struggle gear is one all throughout Cali, like all of the gear. His gear is pushed throughout like Cali. It's like he's out there a lot, yeah. though, probably right. Yeah, so it's like sweet, like like but you gotta push your brand to those markets. Like, where does your your brand fit? Right, and like look at their cities and what they look like, what they wear, and sell it to those cities. Mm-hmm. Like staying consistent, yeah. bro. Basically, yeah. I mean, you've been consistent for like the longest. You're, I, every day I see you're posting a new art piece. Well, like, that's the thing, man. Like it's you like can purchase this art piece. Like, who wants this one? Well, I have it. I have a kind of thing where it's like, I feel like every time I I go on my Instagram or wherever I post, I look, and if it's like past four or five days, I'm like, fuck, I gotta stay up late and draw something. I gotta, you know what I mean? I gotta call in a tattoo. I gotta do something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like me constantly posting like that, like constantly having content for people to look at. You know, that's what's going to, that's what's really going to do it. Like, that's how I started getting my clientele. I think it's really just because of how much I've been posting, like posting, posting. If I didn't have any tattoos, dude, I would draw all day and post. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of guys don't do that. Like, they'll sit in the shop and complain and chill on their phone. And it's like, no, bro, you got to constantly be making art. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. And constantly being in people's faces, you know, online and shit. As you know, people got to know you're there. How are they going to do it if you're just sitting there, you know? got to keep posting shit the content yeah like you said you've been staying consistent with your podcast right yeah, i can't yeah. believe you said you were gonna do another one after this too no it was supposed to be before you oh okay yeah yeah no and then i got my birthday's on thursday and i got two on my birthday and the third is someone's trying to be a third one that day damn and happy then, early birthday though, i bro. appreciate it 
Yeah, I was like happy as fuck. I told them I was like, yo, I got them before my fucking birthday. I was like, yo, because you were like one of the, I think it's been like what? I've been saying that I wanted him to come on since we started this. I was like, yo, I got to get, he's like the best tattoo artist, I feel like, in Buffalo. Like, his work is just um, impeccable. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, really. yeah. There's, there's a lot of talented guys no, like, there for the is. city, like, too. Like, I said, like, earlier, Mark Stencil, like, mm-hmm. it, he's fucking phenomenal. And, like, if you, like, there's artists that, like I said, like, your realism, art, like, and then everyone, there's people who all have their style of art. His wife said it earlier, or the other day, it's like, like, she loves your art, but, like, she loves her tattoo artist because her tattoo artist does her kind of art. See, I... She's giant in the gym. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it like traditional work or something like I, that? I don't know what you call it. Is it like Americana or something? I don't know. Maybe like American terms. traditional or something like that. Yeah, I feel like guys who are... From what I see, like, the guys who really blow up or get, like, bigger off it are really good at one style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's guys out there that can do everything. But the guys who really get noticed stick to that one style. Like I, I'm, I'm pretty much known for my black and gray work. Some guys are known just for their like color realism. Yeah. Work. Some guys are known for neo traditional work. You know, so like my my apprentice, I was telling, he wants to learn how to do everything too, and I'm like, as you should. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, but I only want to do this, and I'm like, okay, so let's focus on that and only post that style. And you know what I mean? People are gonna want to come to you for that. Yeah. You know, so learn how to do, be a master. Tattoo artist, right? An ink master, know how to do like, everything. Yeah, want to still do your kind right. because all the an ink master, all those tattoo gurus on that show are doing what they want to do. Yeah, they're not doing all the fucking <laughs> those types of art and tattoos. Right, they know how to do it. But right, they're like, I'm doing what the fuck I want to do. Like, I, I, see, I'd be fucked if I <laughs> see. I, like I said, if they were like, all right, it's colored portrait round, I'd be I'd be shitting bricks for sure. You know what I mean? I've only been doing my style for so long. I haven't veered into color realism. I really don't have interest for it right now. Yeah. I mean, when there was a point when I started early, just like anyone does, like in the tattoo industry, when they start, you pretty much have to do everything that walks in the door until you get, you know, to a certain level or a certain level of clients or wherever, where you can just pick and choose and take on what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was a point where I had to do like color and traditional and all that stuff. I didn't want to do it, but I eventually like gained enough clientele where now I kind of just go through and pick and choose the designs that I'm interested in doing, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a, that's a dope. And it's fire. And your, tat, your, your shop's on Abbott? Abbott. I just opened up over there. It's my first. I co-owned a shop in Niagara Falls with my buddy, and uh, I ended up having a kid. I have a, a six-month-old at home, so now I had to move closer because I live in South Buffalo now, so... I found a shop that was closer, like five minutes from home, you know, so it just made it way easier for me. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been over there for like six months now. And that's on Abbott, right? Right on Abbott, yeah. Hobbit. Corner of Como and Abbey. You know where uh, that DA Taste place is over there? You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Little Purple Building. Everyone's been raving about it, man. They're, we're like right across the street from them. From the, the old one? So we know where Como is on Abbott? Como yeah, and yeah. Abbott? We're right on the corner of Como and Abbott. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fucking because now they're they moved to fucking um which we'll call it. Yeah, Larkin District. Oh yeah. shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna still be doing tacos out of there, mm-hmm. but I think they should fucking still do tacos and ice cream right out of Yo, there. Yo, they had a wait over there like crazy. My my buddy went over there um on 
you know, his little break from the tattoo. And they told him it was like a fucking eight hour wait. Like they were always busy. Oh, there was always people out front. Yeah, you, you know, know who's got some fucking shit over there? Is that um, not just cakes? That It's like where that sign guy was across. Oh, okay. Um, the little bakery right there yeah, you're talking that, about? Yeah, that new little bakery. Yeah. Fire. Fire. Yeah, we're bro. literally right next door to that. Yo, no shit. Those shits are fire. It used to be the ice cream. Yo, I sad that fucking, it looks like the fucking Pineapple Express is gone. From what I, you know who Miguel is, the barber? Yeah. He, we were talking about it, and he said it like open and close, open and close, like left and right. So I don't know, man. That's, I was like fucking It was sad. a smoothie place, right? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to try that shit. Griff's is the shit, though. Have you tried them? Griffin's Pub? Griffin's Pub? Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't tried the food there yet. So, I mean, and and it's like all wings and shit, too, right? Bar nah, food. yo, bro, bro. No, good. French toast out of this world. Like, she's got, Matt, her, there's just a menu, like, that just rotates. No shit. She's, like, she changes kind of, it up a lot and yeah. stuff? Yeah, that's dope. And she's also supposed to be opening across the street from you. Conlin's. Uh, yeah, she, it's, yeah. Called, it's gonna be called the front porch. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so that's just so two spots now, yeah, right? Yeah. That'll, that'll be a sandwich spot there. Soup and sandwiches. That's cool. Because, Hell yeah. Like, that's smart as fuck, the fucking, uh, all the fucking nurses and shit are going to be coming there for soup. Oh, yeah, sandwiches. the hospital's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was it's, like, oh, my it's God. It's a nice neighborhood over there, you know She what said I mean? she'll make whatever fucking sandwich you can think of. No shit, like deli-style like, kind of? Yeah. yeah, that's sweet. I was like, oh, don't play with me. I've come and <laughs> in there like, yo, I want an Oreo and fluff with peanut butter sandwich. Oh, it's going to be real, like, outlandish kind yeah. of crazy shit. Like, okay. No, the owl come up in there like that. Oh. Like, you said anything I want, so... Right. You're going to have to make anything I want. Any sandwich. You said Oreos and what? You know, Oreos, fluff, and peanut butter. I don't fucking know. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) It just sounds good. Yeah, them dads are serious, man. Nah, hell yeah. I fucking love dads. I'll be losing train of thought every two seconds. You got to say no to meds. Shout out Lake House. Keeping me stoned as fuck. Hell yeah. Yo, uh, so what is your... Your uh, handle so they can get a hold of you if you fucking want to do their tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Uh, or just look at his shit. Yeah. yeah. Or they just want. Or you guys are just white, gonna be just, able to look uh, at white, it. White bread on Instagram. Instagram. Well, most thing I look at is Instagram. You know what I mean? If I check any messages, it's usually on there. Um, the sh- lying, folks, because <laughs> I messaged him there, didn't get a response. Yeah, I think I answered you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Um, the shop's at 391 Abbott Road. I'm usually there from, like, Tuesday through Saturday from, like, 1130 till any time up to 8 o'clock. So if they stop in midday of the week, you know what I mean, Mid to, midday, you know, anytime during the week they can catch me in there. I'm usually in there. Yeah. You know, so... So that's your best bet, folks. Oh. I appreciate you coming through. Absolutely, but bro. I did you. have you just reminded me because this shit slipped my mind. Where did the nickname White Bread come from? The guy, uh, the guy who apprenticed me gave it to me when I uh, first started working there. I worked upstairs from a barber. The, the tattoo shop was upstairs from a barber shop, and when he introduced me when I came in my first day, he's like, "I want you guys to meet White Bread or whatever." And I looked at him like White Bread. I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> so we go upstairs and we're sitting down. I'm like, "Why do you keep telling people my name's White Bread?" And at the time, like I said, I was like 19. He's like, well, you're this white kid from South Buffalo who's never been anywhere or tried anything, so you're as plain as white bread. And then it just kind of stuck. Like, it was so corny. I fucking hated it. Now everyone, like, you know, it's just become normal now. Yeah. Yeah, it just stuck. 
I fuck with it. It's a corny ass story, but you know. No, no. It, right. I mean, it's I like it because it stands out. People remember it. it. You know, sense. as stupid as it sounds. And then it gives me like the sense of where you got the idea for the barbershop and fucking uh, tattoo shop. Right. Like that would have been fucking. They go thing. hand in hand, bro. Yo, they do. Who does it? Like I thought there was Austin, Texas has one. Like it's a they separated by glass. That's a sweet like, setup. Yeah, and you can fucking. You're getting your hair cut, and you look over, and dude's fucking tattooing. And it's like the glass is, like, super thick. You Like, they can't Yeah, it sounds high-end, though, like that. That's, they can't that's fuck, conversate with each other, but, like, you open the door, and two different musics are, music are playing. and It's, it's like, like soundproofed and shit? Yeah, it was, like, very dope. And I was like, holy fuck, like, this is, like, dope as fuck. But like you're saying, it's high-end. They're soundproofing and doing all that extra shit. But it yeah, was like, dude, but I mean, fuck, it makes the experience crazy while you're there, yeah, right? It's just yeah, worth it. Yeah, it's just like, yo, I can fucking, I'm getting tattooed and I can watch this dude cut hair for fucking hours. Right. Fucking, or I can fucking turn the chair and they had fucking big ass screen TVs and shit. Yeah, it's just a dope atmosphere, yeah. yeah. Super sick atmosphere. Like, and then next door had food and shit and like. It was perfect. I was like, holy fuck, this is raw. Peace out, people. Catch you on the next one. Yeah, yeah, all that. Peace.